0: Melissa Files, home to the world's biggest stars. Get your hands up!
1: Live on your radio. And you can check us out on your
0: socials. That's your favorite person, Serena.
1: Serena! <laughs> This
0: is the Bellissimo Files. It's the Bellissimo Files on spin. And now your host, Serena Bellissimo. Good morning, how's
2: it going? It's Serena here with you for the next couple of hours and we've got a fun show on the way. If you're a fan of How I Met Your Mother, well, you'll be very excited because coming to Disney Plus soon is How I Met Your Father. It stars Hilary Duff and Kim Cattrall. I've watched a few episodes and it's actually really, really good and I'm excited to say I'm going to be catching up with some of the cast of the show. They're going to be filling us in on the lies and the extremes they went to to meet Kim Cattrall and tell us how they got kicked off an Adele video set. I'll also be chatting to Rain Edwards and Sarah Pigeons. They're the stars of The Wilds. They're going to be telling us what we can expect from that series and up next I'll introduce you to our one to watch, Owen Moylan.
0: One
2: to Watch. This week's One to Watch is an old pop artist from Galway who spent most of his early life surrounded by traditional music and dance. This week he released his debut single, A Dark Disco. It's Owen Moylan. Owen, congratulations on the debut single.
3: Thank you so much. Thank you.
2: How how does it feel?
3: It's a relief. (laughs) (laughs) It's It's one of those things where you work on something for so long and it's only you and a few people who are hearing it and you're like, is this good or am I, am I totally off the mark on it? And then it comes out and people are, you know, people like it and it's just a sigh of relief. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is probably a really stupid question, but how do you go from I have an idea for this song to actually putting out your debut single? How do you make it happen?
3: I have the worst way of writing songs. I usually think of the, I like the title of the song will pop in my head and then I'll start, like, composing something that matches up that title. I don't know how I got that one particular. It just popped in my head one day and I started writing, like, a disco track, which it didn't end up really being a disco track, (laughs) but uh, I just kind of kept moving it until it got to where it is now and then back-and-forth conversations with Dave Skelton, who did the production on it. I'm really proud of where it it ended, how it turned out.
2: Tell us about Dark Disco. What's it all
3: about? I guess really like it's a song about kind of learning to let go a bit, to care a little bit less about what people think. I was living in Menlo in Galway at the height of the pandemic and I hadn't seen anybody in ages and I hadn't seen my friends, I hadn't seen my family. It was just, you know, me and my girlfriend living in this house and in this state and I just kind of had the sense of like, oh God, I should really learn to let go a bit more when this is all over. It really put into perspective how much much you hold yourself back or when you have all that time to reflect.
2: (laughs) So you wrote this during the height of the pandemic. You're releasing this when you can actually go and gig it. How does that feel?
3: Exciting. Um, I haven't gigged since... I haven't played music in front of people other than, like, at a friend's house. Uh,
2: that must be strange, Owen, when you're so used to, I mean, you grew up within a family you yeah. played traditional music, so music was always a part of your life and part of gatherings. So was that really weird for you, where it, all of a sudden music became so insular?
3: Yeah, it really was. And even the way you write music changed because you if you're writing songs with other people... You put it in the same room and you jam it out but now if you're writing songs you have to send them a recording and say hey what do you think it's recording there's no it loses the organicness a little bit so it is strange but i am very much looking forward to going back and playing a few gigs
2: what i find very intriguing is that you studied um software engineering in college How did studying software engineering lead you to discover digital synthesizers? It's not something that I thought would go.
3: (laughs) No, I suppose not. But I played music throughout college, um, and I would just like be going through like just learning about different like interesting pieces of tech. And I stumbled upon this YouTube video of this guy who was recording synthesizers on a loop. It was like. It, I, I don't, it was. I think it was recommended on like a coding tutorial that I had been watching for college, and this came up, and I had never really seen anything like this, and I just instantly was like, "Oh, I need to start saving money and buy one of these." <laughs>
2: and so that's influenced your music now.
3: Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. For a while, I did almost purely synthesizer stuff, um, but I, I really missed the sound of like the actual guitars and actual pianos and anything any kind of like physical instruments so I think I found like a happy medium where I have a bit of both
2: so Owen what's the plan for the summer there's lots of festivals there's pubs are opener again people can gig again what's your plan
3: uh, no festivals planned as of yet but I am hoping to get a few gigs in and if anybody's looking to come see me any upcoming gigs or anything will be posted on my Instagram most likely and on my website as well
2: so it gives your socials for anyone who wants to know what you're up to
3: Owen Moylan on everything um, and Owen Moylan music on Instagram and then you can go to owenmoylan.com where it's all linked there as well.
2: And Owen is E-O-G-H-A-N Moylan M-O-Y-L-A-N Owen, congratulations as I said on the release of your debut single and good luck. Thank you
3: so much and thank you for having me on.
2: Before I let you go, will you introduce your
3: debut single for us? I'm Owen Moylan, this is Dark Disco on the Bellissimo Files. She shows
0: up late in the back of his car, she saw. This is The Bellissimo Files. Exclusive to spin. How
1: I Met
2: Your Mother was a very successful TV show. It ran from 2005 to t- 2014. Why am I still talking about it now in 2022? Well, in 2022, the series is getting a reboot. It's no longer about the mother. It's all about how I met your father. And Hilary Duff is the main character. She's bringing it back and we're hearing all about how her character Sophie met the kid's father. Playing the adult Sophie is Kim Cattrall and playing her friends are Tom Ainsley, Suraj Sharma and Francia uh, Razor. I was so excited when I got to sit down with them to find out all about the new show. Guys, it is so good to have you guys in How I Met Your Father. Four episodes I got and I binged all of them. Love it. Tom, when you heard that this was coming and a remake was being made of How I Met Your Mother... What was your initial reaction? I
4: think like a lot of people and understandably a little bit sceptical to begin with, um, you know, how can they do this? And then, uh, you know, after sort of speaking to a lot of the creative team behind it, you begin to realise that we're not trying to make the same show. We can't make the same show. You can't try and... And, and capture that lightning in a bottle that they had in the original. Um, we had to make our own show. And once I was sort of assured that that was going to happen, um, you know, you, you begin to sort of understand the direction that they're going in. It, it's, it's not the same world that we were in in 2005. Dating isn't the same as 2005. And so we had to make a show that reflected that.
2: And then Francia, you get the call to say, yep, we want you. You're going to be one of the main cast. How do you react to that? Oh man, I was—I uh, started
5: sobbing. I was also very drunk when I got the call. I was celebrating my birthday, so um, it was definitely an emotional moment. I was in, in um, Antigua, and I didn't believe it for a while. I think I didn't believe it until we started rolling, and I still didn't believe it until I saw it on television.
2: Suraj, so this is all about you know Sophie's there going you know I have to live in the moment. I must be in the moment. So what was that moment like for you when you did turn up and you did your first table read and then you turn up to set for the first day to record?
0: And it was, that was, see, because everybody walked in nervous, right? Everybody said hi, nervous. Everybody was <laughs> trying to drink water and stay six feet apart because of COVID. We couldn't see half our faces because of the mask. we had only read the scripts for ourselves, right? That table read was kind of special because the moment people started talking and bringing this thing to life you felt a vibe shift you felt like okay this is gonna be a thing right off right then day one table read there was this special little tweet it was like very unique and you know alive it felt really really good then by the time we started actually shooting we had other problems to deal with like all of us not knowing how to do anything sitcom all of us learning how do we face the camera how do we keep open this way? The the timing of things. But lucky for all of us, we had each other's backs. And, like, it was just special. It's really, really special.
2: And Francia, you know, it, it's been said out there that Kim Cattrall had to film her scenes on her own. <laughs> did you get to meet her? Did you sneak onto set at all when she was... You did!
5: Absolutely. I How? found out when she was there. Listen, I told our costume designer, I was like, hey, can you call me in for a fitting this day? Because... <laughs> to be there and he was like well I do need to fit you I was like all right fine just call me in as long as I get to meet Kim and none of us had really spoken to each other so I showed up on that day and then I see Tien who plays Ellen and I was like are you here to meet Kim she goes yeah and then we show up to set and Hillary's like what are you doing here because she wasn't supposed to be there you know she's like well I have to meet there I said I'm not gonna finish this season know that Kim was here and not meet her she has to meet her BFF."
2: And that's how I introduce myself. Hi, I'm your BFF. Nice to meet you. You cannot blame Francia for sneaking onto that set. You know we all would. We so would. Well, listen, we don't have to be sneaking onto any sets because How I Met Your Father uh, releases on Disney Plus on the 11th of May and we're going to be hearing more from the cast a little later on. Find out how they may have snuck onto Adele's um, uh, music video set but how they also get kicked off it.
0: This is the Bellissimo Files. Exclusive to spin.
2: Earlier on in the show, I was telling you that How I Met Your Father is releasing on Disney Plus on the 11th of May. How I Met Your Father is a reboot of the very successful How I Met Your Mother. But now obviously it is Sophie who's played by Hilary Duff telling her kids how she met their father. The older Sophie is played brilliantly by Kim Cattrall. Earlier in the show, we caught up with co-stars Francia Razor, Tom Ainsley and Sarah Sharma. They were telling us all about the show and all the lies they told to meet Kim Cattrall. Well, now, let's hear about what happened when they sort of met Adele. Tom, in How I Met Your Mother, we all know that during season one, they filmed the reveal, so everyone knew, well, everyone in the cast knew who the mother was. Do you guys know who the father's going to be? No.
4: Of course not. Of course they wouldn't trust that with us, especially the three of us on this call. We're the least, you know, we're the, we've got the loosest lips of of, of out of anyone. Oh, you we, we asked, so funny, I need them to trust me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We we asked. I mean, I, you know, Francia asked on a daily basis at one point, point. Um, and we've we've certainly. Um, you know, been placing bets amongst ourselves, um, but no, they. Did. I mean, God, no, it would be out there in the news within seconds if they told me. No. Not on purpose, not on purpose, just No, now. of course not.
2: Well, Siraj, something that is out and we can all talk about, and it's so exciting, because as I said, I binged four episodes and I can't wait for more. You guys have just been renewed for season two. How does that
0: feel? Oh, my God. I can't tell you how good it feels. Like, we all want this so bad. Not we want it for the show so bad. We want it for each other so bad, and we want it for ourselves. Like for me personally, I love this team. I love them. I love being on that set. It's so much fun. There's so much learning. There's so much growth in it. There's so many changes that happen. It's, it's just beautiful, and to get to do 20 more episodes, of that come on, man. And
2: and Francia, 20 more episodes gives us room for maybe some of the legacy cast returning, maybe some Mm -hmm. special guest stars. We know that Britney made it to Mm -hmm. How I Met Your Mother. Are you putting in any requests? Well, lately
5: I've been putting in Adele. I mean, listen, I want Jason Segel to uh, Marshall to guest star um, secretly. Don't don't laugh at me, guys, um, because I have Mm -hmm. a crush. But it's okay. Other than that, Adele would be great because uh, Tom over here got us kicked out of her music video set on the first week of filming. Just so Ow. she. Would... He ahead, the
0: video tape in... he, because he tried to videotape copyrighted. Because Adele was shooting her music
5: video on the lot and Tom tried to take a picture and the flash went off and everyone noticed.
6: And oh, look,
4: I, knew, I know the rules. I know you're not allowed to take a photograph. So I was thinking, I'll turn the flash off. And then when I switched over to video, the flash came back on. Uh, immediately, some security came over and they were like, "What are you doing here?" We may have lied and told them we were working on a different show, um, so that it didn't it didn't get back to us. And then we were asked to leave. So, I mean, we're hoping for Adele, but just so long as she, you know, doesn't know <laughs> that that happened.
2: Well, now she does, but let's hope she forgives you <laughs> and we will see her in Season 2. Guys, yeah. so good to t- talk to you. Hope I'm talking to you again for Season 2. And Adele. Uh,
4: yeah, Thank Season you. 2 confirmed Adele's coming. She's coming.
2: Obviously, that hasn't been confirmed, but what has been confirmed is that Season 1 of How I Met Your Father is available on Disney Plus from the 11th of May.
0: Let's go! The Melissa Files. What to watch. What to watch.
2: Joining me in studio now is our very own Jess because
1: Jess has been going on and on about these cake shows that I want to know more about, Jess. Oh, stop. I'm so delighted because there are so many cake show options now on Netflix. I had no idea until you said to me, now, have you heard about all these cake
2: shows? I went, yeah. No. Firstly was, um, oh, gosh, what was his name? And I was obsessed and I don't, um oh, Carlo's Bakery. What was yes. that one called? I think it was just called Carlos Baker. <laughs> <laughs> I was He was the first one doing that, right? And now it just seems like there's an endless amount. So I used to binge on that and then I watched Nailed It. I didn't really
1: understand what that one was about. Yeah, Nailed It was an interesting one. So it started in 2018 and they literally do two seasons of this every year. So we're probably due one in the next few weeks. Because they do a holiday special, don't they? I usually watch the Christmas one. Yeah, there was a lot of drama with the holiday special for this year now. So we might not actually be getting one. The crew went on strike in the middle of of production oh wow um, they wanted to sign up with a union and the producer said no and they just stopped filming and good cut on the season them. short yeah good on them because how can you say no to joining up with a union I know so anyway Nailed It is all about these amateur bakers so it's people who can't actually bake very I well I all. I liked it <laughs> <laughs> uh, when you say can't bake very well at all some of them can't bake at all <laughs> Jess at all the icing does <laughs> be melting off of the cake <laughs> But they try to make these really complicated looking cakes and they just absolutely mess up every single time. But they have a chance to win $10,000 if they could do a good job of it. And I feel like this is more relatable
2: than all those master chefs and what's the baking show? Uh, The Great British Break-Off. Yeah, you can tell I don't watch. Um, (laughs) But I feel like at least with Nailed It, it feels like any one of us could go on and potentially win the $10,000. Doesn't matter how bad we are.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't mind flying over to America just for a chance of it because yeah. it seems like a show that you could actually go on, win yourself. And all these people are so relatable and they're not doing crazy things, you know? Exactly. And there's always a little sub story in there for us to connect with. So that's on Netflix. Mm-hmm.
2: I haven't heard anything about these other... I think Is It Cake? I have heard something about
1: this. This is a really weird premise. So Is It Cake is the latest of the Netflix shows. So it only came out a couple of weeks ago and it's all about people making cakes that look like real life objects. Okay, let's take a clip.
0: You are all here because you are all talented at making cakes that look like everyday objects. And now that incredibly specific skill Uh, can earn you thousands of dollars.
7: I have won a lot of cake competitions and I always like to win.
0: What I do is the weirdest thing in the world. Like there are people saving lives and I am making cake look like other things. I want to approach to people that I'm the best of the best at what I do. I love that. What
2: I
1: do is really weird. I other people are saving lives and I'm just making cake. Yeah. <laughs> but the cakes that they make are absolutely incredible. Like they're putting these cakes that look like, say, steak or handbags next to actual handbags, and you haven't got a clue which one is the real one and which one isn't. Okay, now I get it, right? I get that. But don't you lose interest after a little while? Like, how long can this gimmick keep going for? Now, I'm not going to lie. When I'm-, <laughs> <laughs> when I'm watching this, it's the type of show where I sit back scroll on my phone and then I look up every time you have to guess what's cake. When they're actually making the cakes, I don't pay that much attention.
2: Okay, so basically this could be a one minute show where you're going (laughs) here's the cake, here's not the cake, you decide which is which. Yeah, it should be a TikTok really. That's what I'm thinking. Okay, so this is something that you could watch and have it on in the background maybe.
1: Yeah, yeah, especially if you're like trying to do the cleaning or something or you just want to play a game on your phone, stick it on. And is it with this one, we are talking to producer Aoife outside and when we mentioned
2: this, I'm just like but the host, I cannot handle the host.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of people online who say that they find him to be the worst person alive, basically. Who is he? His name is Mikey Day, so we wouldn't actually know him. Okay. But he basically just tries to cut in talking about cakes and he hasn't got a clue about anything. So he'll just listen to what the guys are saying. But he's trying to make jokes about cakes and they just nobody really is laughing. He's a little bit awkward. Well, sure, look. Cheers. Jess- I can't say you've sold me
2: this one. I'm thinking <laughs> Is It Cake should be a TikTok series. I will watch that. I don't know, but
1: Baking Impossible. This sounds interesting. This it is the craziest show that I've ever seen. What's happening in this one? So in this one, you've got a team of a baker. and... Sorry, oh, what? Uh, an engineer who knows a little bit about baking, yep. okay. and then a professional baker. Okay. So these people team up together, and then they create crazy things. Let's take a clip while we digest what you just told us that this is all
7: about. The country's best bakers and smartest engineers have come together to form nine teams. We're demanding incredible ingenuity to make
1: the impossible just about possible.
6: I love learning new things because I'm so competitive in
0: anything I put my hands in. I don't let kids win. I'm sorry. They're going to have to think about a lot of their structural choices. What materials they use.
1: I'm making edible glue. Ooh.
0: What is the weight distribution of those materials?
1: (laughs) I have to say, I love
2: American shows. It's so
1: over the top. They're talking about cooking. Ooh. (laughs) This is the dramatic music (laughs) in the background. They're like, it's so serious. But the things that they make on this show are absolutely crazy. Like the first episode, they had to make a sailboat out of cake that could go along an obstacle course within 45 seconds. And uh, did they? Yeah. And why would they? (laughs) (laughs) Like, this is what I don't understand. It's like we
2: finally figured out what Callow's Bakery was called. It was called Cake Boss. And the one thing that I couldn't understand was these structures were amazing.
1: The last thing I'd want to do is eat it. Well this is the thing they're sticking this cake into water sailing it along and then afterwards they're taking out a piece of the cake and eating it
2: oh yeah no thank you but as a spectacle is it something that you really enjoy
1: oh yeah it was absolutely crazy now again I wasn't really paying attention to how they made it but (laughs) at the end when they came out and they're like oh look here's an entire golf course that we have made out of cake wow then I was interested and I was like this is amazing and how long is this are these between 30 and 45 minutes they're not one hour long are they you know what I can't actually remember I think it was around half an hour ago okay yeah that
2: that I can handle and all of these are on Netflix yeah okay alright I might try I'm not going anywhere near is a cake I might try Baking Impossible Jess thanks for that
0: Thanks, Serena. This is The Bellissimo Files. Exclusive to Spin.
2: You're listening to The Bellissimo Files on Spin. We're now we're turning our attention to Prime Video's The Wilds. Season two of The Wilds has just landed on Prime Video. It did yesterday. So season one was all about a group of teenage girls who took off on a flight and they ended up stranded on a deserted island. We thought it was an accident... But it actually wasn't. They've been secretly recruited into an elaborate social experiment. Well, in this season, we get to find out more about that social experiment and a group of boys also join... Obviously they don't know what's going on. I don't want to say too much more because I'm always scared of giving spoilers away. So let's hand it over to two of the stars of the show, Sarah Pigeon and Rain Edwards. Sarah and Rain, great to meet you both. You too. In the opening episode of season two, the girls are all talking and they say three weeks before we didn't know each other at all, there was awkwardness, distance, a lot of glances, politeness. We were cautious with our walls up, just strangers heading in a new direction with no idea of what was coming. Rain, that could be applied to your first day on set in season one. Does that does that make sense? Ring true for you as far as what you turning mean? up and not having any idea where this series was going to go.
6: A hundred percent. You know, it's especially because we shot the pilot a year before we went into the series, so there were a lot of things that were possibilities on the pilot that then going into the series. Were no longer what we were going to do, and we had no idea what we were in for. And then you get there and you experience the show, it's definitely um, an intense show, but I think that's why it does so well.
2: So then, Sarah, you turn up to season two. Yes, I know it's in a different country this time, you're filming in Australia, but you think you know what you're in for. Did you really know what you were in for?
8: No, I don't think you <laughs> ever really know what's coming in the show, audience or as the actors, we have there's such a great team behind the show, cast and creators, our production team, the designers. um, And I think with every single episode that we got, all the cast would have a guessing game as to what was going to happen the next episode. Um, So I think although the tone and the 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 heart of the story, we all knew, um, you know what what we were what we were doing. I think the twists and turns of it all, you know, that, that was that was still a guessing game, and they kept it one until the end.
2: Rain, I'm so scared of spoilers that I'm not going to say anything. So I'm going to throw over to you, right, and say <laughs> what can fans expect this season?
6: Jaw dropping moments, a lot, a lot a very of good jaw dropping <laughs> moments uh, and thrills, and just being completely baffled. So I think, it's, I think it's going to be an amazing season and I hope they enjoy it.
2: Sarah, how does being a part of a series like this impact your actual life?
8: Um, I think I'm, I mean, just that I've been able to create such intense connections with people that I now consider very, very close friends to me. Some of them live on a completely different part of the globe. And just knowing that I've done something very special and very unique that's very special to viewers as well, And just the experience as a whole being there and and being able to meet these people has has certainly changed my life and
2: enriched it in so many ways. I feel very lucky. Rain, what about you? What part of this experience do you take with you?
6: I think just like how much I, I, I am always in awe of watching everybody pour their soul into their characters. And I get to witness that every day when we're working and I think it's just really amazing being in all of all these uh women well, I is, you know, and then also the boys have come on this season and just being surrounded by such talented people is really a blessing that you don't always get to like, you know, experience in such a large capacity. Like you may have scenes one on one with somebody, but to have like eight people in one scene and witness everybody with their different styles and learn from everybody. It's it's really, truly amazing. Well, we finally get to enjoy <laughs> season two. Hope I'm
2: chatting to you again for season three. Thank you. Thank you. You can catch Sarah and Rain in the Wild, Season 2. It is streaming now on Prime Video. Joining me in studio now to fill us in on what's been going on this week is our very own Aoife. You might hear some of this stuff and think that I've gone back in time because I feel a
9: bit like that this week with everything that I'm bringing you. It's all very, like, trollback It's very... I just can't believe these people are coming back around. And it's a certain
2: genre as well.
9: Yeah, 100%. So, I may have been living under a rock, I have to admit, for this one. Maybe if you're a fan of these bands, you knew well that they were coming to Dublin. But I couldn't believe it during the week when I saw Green Day are coming to Dublin. No way! Yeah, No, it is a rescheduled gig, so maybe that's why it wasn't on my radar. Okay. But not only is it Green Day, there's a whole, like emo 2000s revival happening in Marley Park. So there's a festival? Sort of. So there's three acts. We've got Green Day, we've got Fallout Boy, and we've got Weezer.
2: Pete Wentz. Yes. Sorry, Pete Wentz. It's going to be in Dublin in Marley Park. Oh my, and I can't help but think, this is so not emo, but I can't help but think Pete Wentz and then go, Jessica Simpson. Because oh. remember, Pete Wentz was married to <laughs> Ashley Simpson, who's now married to Diana Ross's son. That was quite the jump.
9: Yeah. Quite the jump. <laughs> Sorry. So yeah, if Back you... Back to the emo stuff. Yeah. If you are a fan of that type of music, you can catch Green Day, Fall Out Boy and Weezer. I can't believe they're all playing together in Marley Park on the 27th of June. Tickets are still available and that'll be a great summer gig. Uh, also, yes. my Chemical Romance are coming to Dublin this month. Oh, wow. Yeah. Standalone. Uh, yes. Well, they have some really interesting support acts. Okay. Uh, so they're playing in the Royal Hospital Comainham for two nights on the 24th and 25th of this month. And one of their support acts is Gail of ABCDE.
2: Sorry, have we been living under a rock? I, I think, feel like this is stuff we should
9: have known. I know, I know. And then there's uh, the rock band Starcrawler as well, who I think I should be excited about but I'm more excited about Gail. I I think that's probably
2: very bad. (laughs) You might see um, Aoife and I there for Gail. (laughs) Yeah so
9: Green Day Fallout Boy Weezer, 27th of June in Marley Park and then My Chemical Romance, Starcrawler and Gail are in the Royal Hospital Comainum on the 24th and 25th of this month. There's two great plans for you for this
2: month and next month. There you go. Now something that shocked me this week... (laughs) We all know that last week um, James Corden announced that he's leaving the Late Late Show. He's retiring at the... Well, not retiring from the entertainment (laughs) industry, but he's leaving... He probably could. He could. Yeah. Yeah, but he's leaving the show and, you know, people have started putting their hands up going, what about me? me? What about me? What would you think about this person? See if you can tell me who this is and what about her taking over. It's like having a job working 24-7 for two days on the trot. Well, as long as they don't make her work longer than two days. Well, this is the issue. Gemma Collins has put her hand up and she has said that she's the best person to take over from the job. Now, she knows that it's more than two days a week. It's five days a week that she has to be working. But she says... It's, she told the Metro, it's going to happen. I'm, I'm not even going to bother. Did you just say I tried to do the accent <laughs> and then stop myself? Um, I'm the best person to fill his boots now that he's leaving America. She said that their career trajectories have been the same. So that's what qualifies her for the gig. I. Don't did he, he didn't start on reality TV, no, did he? No, but she, she said that, you know, he's done a lot of theatre work as well. If you look at his career, we kind of started out the same way. So, yeah, Hollywood, baby, it's happening, it's happening, it's happening. Let's cosmic order it up. I can kind of see where she's going with the whole English side
9: of things. They do lap up a bit of, like, UK in America, but... I don't know. Look, fair play to her. She's manifesting it. Maybe it'll come to her. As long as they don't put her in a small space. Because <laughs> she is claustrophobic, yeah, as we all know. Oh like
2: she is. But do you know what I could see her taking over and Wendy Williams hasn't been doing her show for a while. Like I could see her doing like the Wendy Williams type show mm. where it's loud and you get to be your own person. But I think, like, Gemma, we all love her, but I don't know if she could make it about the star and not yeah, about her. Yeah, it would be more about her, I think. Yeah. 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 But now, listen, talking about stars, we yeah. all like, we try and manifest this all the time. Is there a Spice Girls reunion happening?
9: Sort of. So, talking about things being all about people,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
9: I wasn't going to watch this show and I am going to go now and spend the weekend binging the Circle US because it has just been revealed, Mel B and Emma Bunton are going into the circle. Can you... I've never really understood what the circle is. It's sort of like a social media reality show. Everyone's put in this apartment block and they can only communicate through messaging. And... Basically, you make friends with people, but you don't know if they're real or not because you can't see who they are. So, so it's so like an online Someone experiment. has a profile, claims yeah. to be who they are, has a photo, but you don't know who that is behind it. So when I, there was a teaser up um, with loads of Spice Girls stuff for The Circle. And I was kind of like, oh, someone must be going in as a catfish playing the Spice Girls. But no, it's the Spice Girls going in and catfishing as somebody else.
2: Oh my, so they're not going to know... They're not even being themselves. I'm hooked. Okay, that's what we're doing this weekend. Imagine
9: being in the circle and then it being revealed to you that you were actually talking to Spice Girls the whole time. I would collapse. Where can we... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Where could you watch this? Netflix, which is great. It's all on Netflix. So we can binge it all. Yeah, And the minute and like... there's a couple of episodes up at the minute. I think they're going up weekly, but okay. there's a few to catch up on, which I am dying to do this weekend.
2: Right, so that's the circle. There's our sort of Spice Girls reunion. Yes. Aoife, <laughs> thanks for that. The
0: Bellissimo Files. Favourite thing.
2: Have just released their latest single, Hold Out Hope. It's from their upcoming third studio album, Searching for Answers, which is out on the 3rd of June. Joining me now to talk new music and Sherry's favourite things is one half of Hudson Taylor, Harry. Harry,
7: it's great to have you back on the show. Hi, Serena. Yeah, it's really good to be back. How are you doing?
2: I'm good. How are you releasing new music, able to tour it? How are you feeling right
7: now? Yeah, really buzzed. This new music is is the most excited I've been about any music that I've ever made with Hudson Taylor. Like We had so much fun making it last year. Uh, We took a year off in 2020, a year off, forced obviously, and then last year kind of yeah, we got back together and, and recorded this all. And it's the, as well, something really amazing is that we recorded this and finished it all in like September 2021. So it's not that long ago that it's coming out. Yeah. Normally you're sitting on something for like a couple of years before anyone hears it. So it's been really nice to just have stuff that we really, it's really, really fresh for us. We
2: have been releasing new singles. As I said, Hold Out Hope is out now from the album Searching for Answers. I'm loving the titles. What mood
7: were you guys in when you were writing this? Uh, yeah, the title's kind of say it all. In a sense, I think you know. Uh, I think everybody went into a bit of a uh, checking and seeing what means what's meaningful to them in their lives, and just having to go into into self for us. Like we stopped, and for me personally, it just like having to just stop dead and like confront what, what am I doing with my life? What what's valuable to me? You know, and just kind of like trying to work through that stuff it was a hard time a mental health crisis for for a lot of people i think and um the songs that we've written for this album i feel like they're quite cathartic and healing for 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 us and seem to have been helpful for other people too the, the lyric of the song is hold out hope better days will come you know it's just an optimistic kind of thing and, and it's quite an honest song the very first line of the song is you know can i say that i'm afraid you know it's like it's just this vulnerability and Trying to instill a bit of vulnerability and uh, openness to sharing from, from where you're actually at. I really like that about the song.
2: How do you feel about getting to share All of this with a crowd again playing live um, in June. You're going to be all over Ireland.
7: I cannot wait. Yeah, this is the first time we've ever played music that we hadn't played live before, if you get me. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Normally you'd play a song, you'd test it out, you'd road test it a bit. But these are all songs that we never got to play live. Um, They were just written in 2020 and 2021 and then recorded. And and now we're going to go and play them for the first time. Like, as you said, all over Ireland, we're doing like a tour. playing in pretty much every city um, in June, in the first couple of weeks of June. And the album that has all of these new songs, 12 new songs, is coming out on the 3rd of June uh, so it's going to be class
2: that's very exciting everyone can discover it together but listen we want to get to know a bit more about you are you ready to share your favourite things with us
7: I'm ready I'm absolutely ready
2: what TV show are you obsessing over right now
7: I try not to get too obsessed about things but I definitely like this uh, next second series of Russian Doll it's on Netflix um, I
2: haven't watched that yet because it's been yeah. getting mixed reviews give us your I, review
7: I like it I've watched a couple of episodes I like yeah. it a lot and I just like that that actress uh, uh, Natalie Lyon is that her name yeah. I, think. I Natasha. think Natasha Natasha,
2: Natasha. Yeah, yeah, she's Natasha. brilliant
7: she's just gassed so I'm just I, I find her gassed to watch so um, I get a good, a good cackle out of her her gags favourite film all time favourite film Forrest Gump without a ha- shadow of a doubt it's my favourite like it makes me cry every time I just love it I love the music I love the, the character I love the story it's just brilliant do you
2: have a favourite book
7: I mean, it, it fluctuates and changes all the time. I'm big into my like self-help and spirituality type books. I really like this book called *The Untethered Soul* by Michael Singer. It's a, it's a really nice, uh, really nice book.
2: What song
7: should everyone have on their pumped up playlist? Um I, I love this this Harry Styles song as it was. I love it. I think it's it's just a good tempo. It's like 170 BPM. It's you you get on your toes and it, and I like the way it's got some self-aware lyrics in it. and I like the way it says I mean, it's very selfish to me, but it says Harry in, in the lyrics and I'm like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, I feel like I'm talking he's talking to me." Obviously, he's talking to himself. Take
2: it. Take it for you. Help <laughs> <laughs> them.
7: My favorite album after Christmas after watching that Beatles uh, documentary that um I, I really loved that it was amazing so i used to, my favorite album used to be sergeant pepper's from beatles because i did that in the leaving insert and i remember loving it and it was the first time i'd properly heard it and then yeah after watching that documentary let it be or abbey road those two albums are amazing
2: harry that has been on my list of things to watch is it something that we should all watch
7: i really think so yeah because it, it really shows you that like you know, as as much genius as, as the Beatles really were, like, they're just young, they're just lads and they're having the crack. And the documentary just shows the graft. It shows people just having a jam. I reckon because of that documentary, so much good music is going to get made because people see, oh, I can do that. They're just enjoying themselves. And I always say to people about music, if you want to do it, do it because you want to have fun. Do it because you love it. Don't do it to, like, get famous or or whatever. Like, just do it because you absolutely love it. And I really felt that from watching that thing.
2: What podcast are you listening to right now?
7: I'm an avid and very dedicated listener to Blind Boy. I've been listening to. Every, I've listened to every single episode. I listened to it from the very start since he first came out. So I really like it. I've I really follow like his journey and like the like especially when he opens up about his mental health and stuff. I find it really cathartic and useful and helpful. And I'm sure it helps a lot of people. Definitely helps me out. What app can't you live without? Again, um, <laughs> I don't know what I am. I'm trying. I'm portraying myself as some kind of I don't know what, but. Uh, the Insight Timer app, which is like a meditation app. It's just a, it's just an app that has loads of like nice bell sounds that you can like meditate to, or like there's people on there doing meditations. So you could do a meditation if you wanted to, Serena, you could like stick your, your voice up there. People would love it.
2: So tell, tell me how this works, because I have tried meditating before and I just, yeah. I don't think I'm focused enough. Will this app Help me.
7: That could be a good stepping stone because you can find someone that you'll like, whose voice that you like, because that can be the part of it, you know.
2: Favourite account to follow on social media?
7: Good friend of mine from back when I was in the Sea Scouts when I was about 10 years old, Mr. Killian Sunderman. Everyone knows Killian Sunderman as a like a com- comedy comedian dude, but I was in the Scouts with him and I love him. He's there. He's very funny.
2: And your favourite thing to do on a weekend?
7: Well, I live in Berlin in Germany at the moment. And on a Sunday night, there's a really beautiful open mic night that I go to pretty much religiously, like literally like it's my mass. I go on a Sunday every evening to listen to some people playing music and maybe try out some of my own new songs and stuff like that. So I love doing that.
2: That sounds fab. Well, Harry great to talk to you. I'm so excited that Hudson Taylor are releasing new music and are going on tour.
7: In I'm so buzzed. I really would love to see people. And if you want something to do at the start of June, just come out and see us. We've got, we're playing all over Ireland. Like I said, you can get the tickets on our website, HudsonTaylorBand.com.
2: Well, enjoy that, Harry. Before I let you go, will you introduce your new single for us?
7: I'm Harry Hudson Taylor, and this is our new single, Hold Out Hope on the Bellissimo Files.
2: This
1: is a new music spotlight on the Bellissimo Files. On the Bellissimo Files.
2: She's back in studio and she's gone all Irish.
9: I know. I always say this in Music Fix. I love when I get to shout about new Irish music. Now, these two, you'll be, there'll be no strangers to you, shall we say. (laughs) (laughs) They're not up and coming by any means. And I am so excited to hear that Dermot Kennedy has new music. We haven't got anything from him since July last year. And this is his newest track called Something to Someone.
0: Once upon a time, you were by my side. I wish I could have known that I should hold on tight to every single word, to every summer night. I wish I could have known that forever was a lie. But once upon a time, I was something to someone. Once upon.
2: This is a really beautiful song with lots of meaning. If you go on his Instagram,
9: I was he just about to say yeah. he always hits you right in the feels Doesn't with his he? songs. Like they're very powerful. And yeah, he did do a bit of an explainer on his Instagram. If you do want to know a bit more about what it's about, it's obviously you mean something to someone, you mean something. Everybody means something to someone is basically the
2: message of it. Sometimes I just feel like he sings a song. So I just want to go give him a big hug. I know.
9: And he just seems like such a sweetheart. And yeah. he's uh he's starting his tour in the states uh this month as well. He's like I know. Sorry, he's starting in Australia and then he's heading to the states.
2: I love that he's just it's just all happening for him. I
9: know and they're going to lap him up in the States. I think they're going to absolutely love him. And he is playing here as well in June. He's doing um, the St. Anne's Park, I believe. Yeah, I, I try to get tickets,
2: and I don't know why I always think just because I I'm know. logging on, I'll be able, sold out. <laughs> <laughs> so don't don't bother trying. We do love
9: a bit of dermo here. So that is up for your uh, Ballismo Files single of the week. Another Irish one coming your way. I love this guy too. Always makes me so happy to see new music from him. It is Shane Codd, and it is called uh, Love Me or Let Me Go.
2: Sorry, Shane Card can do no wrong in my eyes. I know. And do you know
9: what I really like about this track? Obviously, he's like really well known for his sort of piano, bouncy, summery house. That has a little bit of something edgy to it. Like it actually is a little bit reminding me of Dead Mouse slightly. I really, really, really like it. And um, I believe there's lots of new music to come from him this summer too. Very I can't exciting. I'm really hoping to catch him like at a festival or something this summer. I'd say
2: his gig will be phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Now, listen, it's a tough one. We're, usually I'm out there going, can you please vote for this conclusion? Please vote for that. We want both, so yeah. it's up to you to let us know at official spin 1038. Take that poll while you're doing that. I cannot believe you're about to say, say this woman's name. I know, and you know what? You will remember this woman
9: from a very bouncy poppy song of years ago. She's gone a very different direction. This is the new one from Carly Ray Jackson. It is called Western Wind. I
6: was-
2: I don't
9: know how to feel about that. I really like it. So, uh, of course, Carly Rae Jepsen was famously known for Call Me Maybe all them years ago. But since then, like I know that song kind of got on everyone's nerves eventually, but she's gone on to become like really critically acclaimed and has like really amazing music. So if you haven't done a deep dive on her on Spotify, I would highly, highly recommend it. Yeah, I absolutely love that.
2: I also want to give a special shout out that I can't believe I only (laughs) realised it was out this week, but it came out last week. Lady Gaga, the reason why I'm (laughs) mentioning her is she, has done the lead song for Top Gun. I know. Are you excited about Top Gun? No. (gasps) (gasps) Aoife, Top Gun Maverick is out in the next couple of weeks. I think I missed the boat on that. Oh, you won't be. (laughs) Well, do you know what? I've seen some, I haven't seen it yet. I'm seeing it next week. Um, and it just, it looks phenomenal. The reason why I'm telling you about that as well is that Gordon is looking forward to Top Gun yesterday, uh, tomorrow. So if you're into Top Gun, you're not going to want to miss We Love Movies with Gordon Hayden from eight o'clock tomorrow morning. But now back to music because this is our favourite, favourite part. Come on.
0: Are you ready? For dance track of the week. Just clap your hands to the beat. Beep.
9: What are you bringing us this week, Apo? Oh, my favourite time of the week. And I know I used this guy only a couple of weeks ago, but he has, this track is just phenomenal. It is Frankie Wah and it is called Under the Sun. in a German nightclub oh, I that just, is amazing I just love him and if you want to catch him this summer you can see him at Forbidden Fruit on the Sunday I believe and at Utterside Festival as well I have to get along and see him he's amazing
2: oh my gosh yes please but that wasn't our single of the week
9: but no I'm, not, I'm really happy about this one yeah though. I'm not too <laughs> disappointed what is for? it is voted for by you it is the new one from our very own Dermo Dermot Kennedy <laughs> it's called Something to Someone on the Bellissimo Files
2: Lessons in love sometime. We love him. And so do you. You voted that. Your Bellissimo Files single of the week. It is the new one from Dermot Kennedy, Something to Someone. He is something to everyone all over the world at the oh, moment. Isn't he, he? And I cannot wait. I think those gigs he's going to put on this year,
9: especially after two years off, are going to yeah. be. Next level. Like, and because it's Irish, everyone's going to feel really connected to it. It's gorgeous. Thanks for making me feel worse. I know
2: it's not all <laughs> so about me. Sorry. But I want tickets to go see him because, oh, you're that's... honorary Irish. Yeah. no but like St. Anne's Park, I, I don't have tickets. Yeah. Is that enough of a call out? No, no, no.
9: Don't forget as well if you want to catch that and morning music, head over to spin128.com or our app and you'll get the Fresh Hits playlist over there.
2: And if you missed anything on today's show, you can actually watch the videos back of interviews with How I Met Your Father cast and The Wild season two. Up on our website, spin1038.com. Find out how the cast of How I Met Your Father got kicked off an Adele music video set. Uh, up next, it's Jess. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Bye.
0: This is the Bellissimo Files.
6: Exclusive to Spin.